Hey, it's Happy Hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who is going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in the bar, we are today at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans, where they put fine dining into a sandwich, and they have a fabulous happy hour here every day for three hours from four to seven. We can get awesome cocktails at super cheap prices. They also do an awesome brunch on the weekends, which technically is Saturday and Sunday, if you were wondering about that. So come down here and check it out anytime you want. We're open seven days a week. It's Wayfair on Ferret Street. I've got a fantastic show lined up for you today. Unfortunately, won't be doing that one, but we'll be doing this one. Catherine Allen is here. Hello, Catherine. Hi. How's it going? Fabulous. Okay, I knew it was going to be. Miles Tully is here. Hi, Miles. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Great. How was Baton Rouge? You just got in. Baton Rouge is good. It's nice there, right? It's okay. No, I'm just joking. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) And George Elizondo is here as well. Hey, how's it going? I'm very well, thank you. George, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. And that was our show. Thanks so much for joining us. (laughs) All right, see you guys later. For for another day. (laughs) Well, this isn't much fun for you, I'm sure, Miles, because you work in a bar all day and all night. Uh, now I here mean, you are hanging out in a bar. This is good. I like being in other bars. You do? It gives you perspective. <laughs> what, what do you notice when you walk in here first? Let me just tell you, Miles is the ma- managing partner, is that correct? Yes, sir. At Barcadia. Yes. And if you're not from New Orleans, that's one of our hip downtown bars. That's right. We're is all about fun. Fun, fun, and hip. It's only been open how many years? Like four or five years? Uh, this will be our fourth year going four in. Four years, okay. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a, like a sort of a hipster place for New Orleans, right? I mean, I wouldn't say hipster. I think it's okay, a young... Okay, what would you say? Uh, young professional, young millennial professional. crowd. Young yeah. professional. That doesn't sound nearly Come as attractive yeah, to me. Well, that well sounds it sounds attractive horrible. for me. <laughs> Why? That sounds like lawyers. Well, no, I think uh, obviously we're an <laughs> adult <laughs> playground, so to say. So we want people to come in. We want people to have fun. We want it to be a relaxed atmosphere. Yeah. Um, well, if it's a bar, what do you think it would be? What do you mean? Well, what bar is not a relaxed atmosphere? What kind of bar when you walk in there and it's like Stress City? Uh, uh, the, the, the dungeon. The dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you go to the dungeon, George? Well, I used to go to the dungeon quite a bit in my uh, first years in New Orleans. You did? How long ago was that? Back in uh, 2008. Yeah. Yeah. So 2008, the dungeon was... Is it still going, the dungeon? Yeah, Catherine? it's still going. And it's a little stressful. Catherine's making a face like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> have you ever been in the dungeon? I have. You have? And what was the last time you were there? Uh, about 12 years ago. 12 <laughs> years oh, ago. Oh, wow. Okay. What, were you, what night... Uh, what were you doing that night, I mean? I don't remember. Don't recall, I mean. <laughs> Most people don't. <laughs> yeah. It's a little, little foggy. But I wouldn't say that that's a stressed out environment, the dungeon. It's, a, it's weird. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but how? I've never been to the dungeon, so I, I wouldn't know. You need to check it out if you're. I don't a even know where it is. Bar it's right anything. off of Bourbon Street. Oh, isn't? I don't go on that side of the city much. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Did you? I live uptown, work downtown. I like my little my half and half. Are you from here or did you move here from? Born and raised. Yeah. You're born and raised here. And you never. Went and to you've never, never been to the dungeon. Not nope. even during high school. You didn't sneak nope. in with your fake ID or anything. No, I went to what TJ Quills. Right. And Jimmy's when there was a Jimmy's. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good place. Did you need a fake ID to get into Jimmy's? Uh, I did. When I shave, I have a baby face, and so I it just <laughs> I'm 33. It just took me till now to grow a full beard. So <laughs> you can imagine that. Most you know. kids in high school here have. I don't know if they still do. They had a fake ID. I had one. Yeah. Where did you get it back in the day? My sister. How did she get? It? I don't know. What school, I just did, had it. what school did she go to? She went to John Eric. She West Banker. That's maybe where she right. got it. I don't know. And where'd you go? De La I went to De La Salle. I can tell you went to De La Salle because of the color of oh, your Oh, my maroon sweatshirt. <laughs> You've still got the Cavaliers colors on. <laughs> got to support. They're doing well in sports now. Are they really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Supposedly. What does that mean? High school football? Well, no, not in football. In basketball, wrestling, baseball, stuff like that. Wrestling. Now, that's a weird sport. You didn't wrestle, did you, in no, high school? No. I was in academia. I played, like, tennis and golf. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you, an yeah. Acad- you were like a smart kid and you ended up owning a bar? Well, I kind of eased my way. I was in restaurants for a long time and then uh, got approached by some of the partners at Barcadia. They asked me to come on board and the rest is history. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Plus, I can wear a sweatshirt every day. I don't have to yeah. put a suit and tie anymore, run a restaurant and all that. <laughs> oh, you had to look slick when you were running yeah, a restaurant. Yeah, shave the beard so and everything. Shall I take a look at your bio and see what it says about what restaurants you worked at? <laughs> I'm sure it's here somewhere. You worked at, uh, oh, okay. 
at that place, Bravo. Oh, yeah, when there was one on St. Well, Charles. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, remember that was that? a great restaurant. Wasn't it? They used to have that Wednesday martini happy hour. It was great. So that was a place that was a big, like, black and white tile floor. Uh-huh. and that was Right to the left. Yeah, and that was like, a ta- like an Italian, I guess. Hence the name Bravo, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. What happened to that? Maybe you can walk us through what happens to restaurants. Well, I mean, with that one specifically, it was just a casualty of Katrina. Um, mm. You know, after it got looted, uh, the whole entire kitchen was looted, the product mm. went bad, and then the owners at the time had the location in Metairie uh, right. at the Lakeside Mall, so that seemed like the more viable op- uh, restaurant to keep open, and they kind of decided to shut the one on St. Charles down. And th- then it became, what took its place there? I think it's a... Um, Zia Rotisserie. No, 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 no. That it's was a, somewhere uh, else. Zia's down the street a block away. It's a... Um, what way did Bravo? It's like a hospital, or it's like an outpatient surgery center now. <laughs> really? I want to Bra- say... Bravo had the great um, birthday song. Do you remember that? No, I don't. You should sing it for us, though. Yeah, how did it go? Oh, God. <laughs> Catherine, you can do it. Bravo, bravo, bravo. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember, remember hearing it. How could you not have heard that if you were working? I mean, I don't remember it. Maybe that might be a different reason. It was, it was bravo, 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 birthday to you or something. Yeah, something like that. And did you have a birthday there or something? No. You must have been there a lot. No. I mean, to hear enough people... Well, I think we all just said it was our birthdays just to get the bravo song. But you know what? I was interested when you think about that. I thought they just went under because it just went off. Oh, no, successful business. It was great. Yeah. What did you do after that? Uh, then I went to work for Al Copeland uh, for a little while, and then after that, uh, moved to Texas, actually. Well, maybe we should just rewind that for one second. You went to work for Al Copeland. That's got to be a good story right there. I mean, he was very passionate as a man. He wanted just as much attention to detail to the carpets, to the floor, that was paid attention to the food and to the service. He was very much in did every you, single facet of the you, restaurant. Did you ever try the food? There? I mean, yeah, of course I did. What did you think? I mean, it was New Orleans, typical Applebee's kind exactly. of yeah. food. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he's paying that much attention, the same amount of attention to the carpet as the Applebee's <laughs> standard. He was a hell of a guy, Al Copeland. He was. He but didn't really crack too many jokes, though. He's pretty he was seri- a pretty, took yeah, himself he was a pretty serious seriously. guy all the time. Yeah. yeah. So how, how did you, you better watch what you say. Why? Why? There's a podcast. I can say whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think Al Copeland's going to do? First of all, he unfortunately dead. is dead, sadly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but he would have kicked your ass for sure if he was still alive. Yes, he had a, a handshake that was very, it was yeah. firm. It was a firm handshake. He must have worked out a lot. I used to see him walking around in like a muscle shirt quite a lot. He was like a strong He was always in a suit though when he came to work. Yeah. Or when he showed up at his works. I saw him, uh, I saw him wearing a suit jacket with like a blue couple of times the same thing it's like a blue muscle shirt underneath it you would take the jacket off and it would be like a tank top type thing with these biceps rippling biceps I think you know he must have planned that probably but I don't think so. he was trying to impress me exactly but <laughs> I just happened to be there where did you see him um uh, well, a couple of times when I was working at a radio station he came in and he would come and hang out and he was talking about investing in this radio station and putting some money into it and he was hanging out and seeing what we were all like he didn't do it, of course, after that. <laughs> after he found out what was going on. But he was a very interesting guy to talk to, mm-hmm. for sure. What was he like to work for? I mean, other like than demanding, was he, he nice? He was demanding. Uh, Did he I pay mean, well? You, I mean, I was 23 at the time, and I was making a great salary. I thought right. it was God. I mean, I was like, oh, I got all this money. Like, but you know, <laughs> then you get knocked down into the real world when you go work for John Besh, and he's like, yeah, you're nobody. You, I uh, see. So you went to work for John Besh after that. Yeah, right after the storm, uh, well, for about it. five years. Great experience. What did you do for him? I was the manager. Of which one? Or a bunch of them? They kind of, they do a carousel thing. You know, they have you in one location for a little while and then move you to another location. And they kind of keep it fresh with everybody that they do there. Just so you can get different perspectives from fine dining to casual to, you know, brasserie and things like that. What's the secret to his success? Why is he so successful? Um, If you were to ask me, I'd say... He's got a great PR team, and he cares about his food genuinely, and he cares about the people that he works for or that work for him. Mm-hmm. Because and when so you're a chef, when you're a chef like that, you can only be in one place at one time. So you can be an awesome chef, like he probably is, I assume. Mm-hmm. And then what happens when you replicate that? When you, he owns four or five, I don't know how many restaurants he's got now. It's all about the people that work for him, and I mean, he has you, a great core of how people. How do you maintain that? Mm, I think by employee engagement. You know, make people proud of what they're doing, make them feel like they're a part of something. He does that very well. 
Right. So it's not just PR then. It well, really, I mean, it the, really is the good. PR is the second thing. Yeah. But it really is good food at all. He does. Oh hunt. yeah, absolutely. They're all good restaurants. Mm-hmm. Where do you go out to eat? Where do I go? Yeah. You know, I'll be honest. I go to Superior Grill a lot. Really. And the food's okay, not even that good there. Okay, making a bad. <laughs> Catherine's making another grimacing face. Yeah. You don't like uh, Superior Grill. I mean, we used to go there a lot in college, but. Oh dear. It's I mean, it's it's a hangout for me. It's like cheers to me. Everybody knows my name. Everybody knows what I drink. Right. It's what do you drink? Wait, say, well, I get a margarita when I go there, but usually it's vodka water. It only takes me two turns to get home, so I can usually make it with one <laughs> eye closed. And then, you know, from a foodie standpoint, like, sure, I'll go to the <laughs> Della Chases and the, you know, Bulani Taverns and the stuff like that. But if I want to go just out to eat, I'm going to go to Superior. Oh, really? What's the f- what do you order? Just like fajitas. Cat fa- oh, fajitas. It's a Mexican place. Superior Grill. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm thinking of Superior, the cat, f- the fish place. That's down the, the seafood. street. That's, That's down, down the street. street. Yeah. Superior Seafood. Oh, Superior Grill is that place down the, on St. Charles, further down. Napoleon. No, the one on Napoleon no, is, is, is the seafood. That's, that's what I'm thinking that's of what too. I was thinking about. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Grills I was on. Um, that's the Mexican place, right by Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now that really is shitty. Right. Yeah. That really is. It's subpar. That really is bad. I've had a whole plate of food there and I couldn't taste one thing. <laughs> I got like halfway through and I'm like, what am I even eating this for? It doesn't even taste like anything. It's the atmosphere. That's what, that's what yeah. makes it, the atmosphere. I can't believe you still go to that. That really is a place <laughs> that you go. You've got to leave that behind, Miles, really. No, I can't move on from it. It's <laughs> in my heart. I love that place. You know, place. it used to be Quesera. You're I blushing. Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you, remember, you guys weren't here during Quesera. None of you were here. Oh, you grew up here, Miles. You remember Quesera? Nope. Oh, my goodness. That mm-hmm. place, they used to have. It was a bar. It looked exactly the same pretty much as it does now, except it wasn't Mexican. It was, I don't know what it was. But they would have a thing on Wednesday nights called Three for One. I think they still do that at they Superior do. Grill. Yeah. I called that 27 for Nine, which was, was a whole different approach. But that's basically what happened. People were just drunk out of their minds. You couldn't even get in. And people right out on the street, right across that little, is it Dallas? What street is that? The side street. Anyway. I don't know. Well, that was, that the was, Bravo used to be like that, too, when they did the, the ladies' night on Wednesday. It used yeah. to be packed in there, and then people used to go to Samuel's across the street, but yeah. Samuel's isn't even there anymore. Well, that's just, I think, a whole New Orleans Wednesday night thing that was college kids went, and nobody cared that you didn't have an idea, and you just, they just got totally, totally wasted. <laughs> three for what's, one. What's three different for about one getting drinks. totally wasted in the city right now? Everybody do they, does that. Do they have three for one drinks Speaking anywhere? getting wasted, I might get another yeah. one of these. Uh, you want another one of these bourbon drinks? Maybe not this one. What was this one? What did you have? I don't know. Something, the pork belly whiskey. I asked him what his favorite one was. Right. Nathan, the best one. one. He yeah. gave you that. It's nice, right? It's w- it was really nice, actually. The bacon, well, not so much. I have uh, a question. Speaking of getting wasted, when was the last time you got wasted? Like wasted. Catherine. Like well, it's just Marty, white girl wasted. <laughs> 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 well, okay. I've been sober for six years. Well, that would be six years ago. Okay. Six years. Six okay. years. Well, what precipitated you quitting drinking? Getting wasted a lot? Yeah. Fair <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> um, yeah, some not so great nights and right. embarrassing mornings. Embarrassing. No, what? don't even ask. I didn't mean to open up that can of worms. That's totally my bad. I'm sorry. No, it's a fair question, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, you are making a living out of applying drinks. Yeah, I mean, I got wasted Sunday. What day is it? Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So did you, did you go to AA or did you just quit drinking? I went to AA. You went to AA. So did you regard yourself as an alcoholic, actually, or just <laughs> drank too much? Um, I cannot reveal that information. Do you have to say you're an alcoholic at AA, but do you have to believe it? I cannot reveal that information. I tell you what, AA in in New Orleans is pretty hardcore stuff, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not? No. There aren't people here, I mean, who really are just like social drinkers. Like in LA, people go to AA just to meet people. But here, I don't think they do that, do they? Have you been to AA, Miles? Say that again? Have you been to AA? Oh, yeah. I've got a DUI. Everybody gets one. Come on. If you live in this city, most everybody has one. Okay, and as a result of that, they send you to AA? So they send you to a diversion program, and you go to, I think, 12 meetings. you got to go to a responsible driving course. you got to go to uh, – there's something else you got to do. you got to do community service. Damn. You know. Just for one DUI? Jesus. You don't even kill anyone. That's, uh, <laughs> but 
But that's not AA, by the way. Never had one. AA is Alcoholics Anonymous. Well, they make you, you go to 12 of those meetings. 12 AA meetings? Yeah. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Are you that sure it's AA? I'm, I'm positive. I wow. Have you ever been to an AA meeting where they have people do there, Catherine, that were just on a DUI? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Jesus, I had no idea. I thought you had to actually be an alcoholic. Yeah. Well, they d- I think that they want you to consider what, what's been going on in your life. Right. and. I think it's like an eye-opening thing. They want you to see what other people are going through with, you know. So coming from a bar owner, that's kind of, it's a hard line to walk, right? So I promote get wasted every night, but then there's a responsible factor to it as well. Well, I was just thinking that, George. I mean, you can go into a bar with it. Like, George has only had one drink now. He's scared to have another one. Me? Scared? But you don't have to get completely wasted to enjoy yourself in a bar and still make you money. You're making money off the first drink, right? Yeah. So how many drinks will the average person... How much money do you expect when someone walks into a bar? How much money are you as the average person spend? Like at Barcadia? Yeah, say, uh, what do you think? Around 21 bucks. Uh, Anyone okay. like another drink? Are you sure? Sure. We're good. George is going. Years? What is that? Break the six years? Absolutely oh, not. This will not be the day. You're not having a drink here. No, God, don't do it. Um, about 20 bucks a head is what we average. People, that's yeah. what you're expecting people to pay. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, Catherine, do you feel better every day now? I do. It's a good life. Yeah. Drama-free. Yeah, that must be... It does change your decision-making process when you've had a few drinks. Oh, absolutely. Judgment's the first thing that goes. <laughs> right, exactly. Good judgment. So, did you quit when you were in college still? Because you seemed pretty young. If you were only going to... I was 25. 25 when you quit. Do you remember the day? Did you make an actual decision? January 1st, 2010. Ah, wow. That's a real New Year's resolution. Yep. 2010, January 1st. Wow. I had my, my last glass of champagne, and then in the morning, that was it. That was it. Had you decided to do that, or did you wake up in the morning and go never again for real this time? No, I knew that was, that was it. You were planning it. Yep. Did you have a ceremonial last drink ever for your whole life? Or? No, it was more just tonight's the night. One last toast for New Year's Eve, and that was it. Wow. No regrets. That's kind of ceremonial, though. Yeah. New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, yeah. That's certainly Because then you're starting the, you know, yeah. first day. What was it like in the beginning to quit? Difficult? No. Um, Never been... That's pretty cool. It was... It's admirable to say anything, at the least. Yeah. I think it'd be hard for me. I have no problem admitting that. It was a down part of my life, and um, I just knew that something needed to change. It wasn't, that was not the way I wanted to live, and so... Most people um, just change their hair color or something. Did you do that as well? No. <laughs> this is your natural color? Oh, Born wow. blonde, blonde and still blonde. <laughs> All right, still blonde. Okay, so that was a good decision for you. It was. And do you know anybody? Did you change friends after that? Did you have to have a whole new set of friends who weren't drinkers? Um, when you get sober, you got to change up the people, places, and things. You do. So right. if you know, you're hanging around with other people that are not a great influence, that's probably not a good idea. And you don't want to be hanging out at the old bars that you used to go to because there's a good chance that you'll fall back into old Is there ways. still? Not anymore, surely. Or is there still? Is there every... For me? Yeah. No. I doubt it. No. So you can go point. back to the old places you used to go. I just don't. I choose not to. It's Where were they? Fat Harry's? Oh, God. Here? Um, Where did you come from? I'm from Connecticut. Okay. Um, no, I mean, we did the, the college, the boot, and... Um, well, it's not hard not to go back to the boot. That's up there with that. Right? Yeah. Um, That's up there with Superior. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did what? Superior, too. I mean, that's... That was part of it, See, so... I would totally I don't miss quit that drinking stuff. now. Those margaritas, <laughs> that is... Do you drink those margaritas there, Absolutely. Miles? Holy shit, that's just going to give you a hangover immediately. You know what you could try? Hangover Destroyer. Have you ever tried that? Nope. I'll tell you about that in a little while. So, George, we're going to make you play a song for us and then talk about your band and you. Right. So, you, you, came, you came here from Nicaragua? That's right. Originally? That's right. How long ago was that? That was eight years ago. That's Eight years ago, uh, last August. And did you come here with the intention to stay, or did you just drift? Um, well, I came here to study. Right. And then once I was done with that, I uh, stuck around. Yeah. Stuck around and 
I liked it here. So. Right. Yeah. What city are you from in the world? Uh, Manawa, which no. is the capital. Yeah. And what's that like? It's uh, different. Is it like <laughs> Los Angeles or New York, or <laughs> in that sense of the capital? Uh, Not that either of those are capital cities, but you well, know what I mean? Compared like to the rest city. of the country, yeah, I guess it is considered like a metropolitan right. area, you know, uh, compared to the more rural uh, sides of the country. But um, and how many people live there? In Nicaragua? No, in Managua. Is it oh, like just in Managua. I actually don't know the exact number of that, but... Uh, well, we could look that up on Wikipedia probably. But yeah, but Nicaragua holds uh, around six, six point, at this point it should be 6.5 million people. Yeah. In the country. In the country, yeah. The it's whole like country's only got six million people. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I think I think you could fit Nicaragua. Uh, you could fit like twenty Nicaraguas in Texas, probably. Wow. <laughs> so it's pretty. It's pretty small. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty small. So the big city that you come from is only uh, probably the size of New Orleans itself. Then. Even smaller, maybe. Okay. Yeah, okay. and New Orleans is at around like uh, three hundred thousand people, four hundred thousand people. Is that right? I want to say it's four hundred now. Yeah, four hundred oh, now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, whenever I lived in Nicaragua, it was 5 million people living in Nicaragua. So I'm making an estimate of what it should be right oh, so now. So you're yeah. extrapolating. I, yeah, I'm so making this up right now. Well, there could be less because they could all be killed by some horrible virus. Is that Zika <laughs> virus over there or is that somewhere else? Uh, no, Zika is happening in Nicaragua. It is? Yes. Yes, it is. Have you ever seen a microcephalic uh, baby? Yes. You it's have? terrible. What is, what no, is? I've never seen it in real life. I've seen it in, in videos. What is that? Because if you have the Zika virus, well, you describe oh, to us what it looks like. Well, the, the head is basically shrunken. Like a Beetlejuice head. Uh, Beetlejuice head. I don't know what that is. It's Doesn't he do that in one of the movies? Um, so, like, shrunken head and big body, right? I don't know. Is that what it is? All I know is it's microcephalic. Well, they say that if... What yeah, is the, the, the top head is shrunken, and then, like, the rest of your face is kind of normal, so it just kind of looks like a... Like Zippy the Pinhead. Yeah. Well, I don't know who that is either. But that's a, like a character from a from like a comic book character. It look it looks it's very sad. Zippy the Pinhead it's, is it's, a great character. Sad. Actually, I'm that's, worth, that's worth googling right now. You yeah. Google that, Miles. Okay, so how did you see this video of the Zika virus um, microcephalic well, I, baby? Uh, some Nicaraguan friends of mine were sharing the video on Facebook, and that's how so I came to know about it. And what are they shooting? What is the video? Someone shot at a hospital or something? I mean, what? Yeah, they shot it at a hospital, and uh, they had uh, some interviews of uh, the mother explaining why uh, it came to be. That's Zippy the oh, pinhead right there. Right yes. There. Uh, I see. And he's got like a pinhead with a bow on the top. It was like a comic book character from the 60s, I guess. Looks like a character out of American Horror Story. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I'm going to Google Beetlejuice. Okay, see if he's got a pin. So, how, so the Zika virus is in Nicaragua, which is not that far from the United States. No. So how come we don't have it here, or do we have it here yet? I don't know of any case, actually. Would you we be, do, this, would you be the kind case. of person who would know about that? Are you in the medical field? No. <laughs> so you wouldn't really expect him to know that. What do you do besides... Are you a full-time musician? No, I'm actually a server at a restaurant. Ah, Yeah. Really? Uh, which one? Uh, good Time Sushi on Elysian Fields. Good Time Sushi? Yeah. Okay. It's a sushi restaurant, so, yeah. Well, that's good because you don't have to get the food sushi. out there while it's hot. Yeah. Sushi, you know, we also serve hibachi, so. You do? Yeah. And how long have you been there for? Mm, about a year. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's all right. That's interesting that you're, I was listening to your stuff in the, in the, your band, Big Lamar. Yep. And, uh. It's stupendously good, I have to say. Oh. It reminded me of, like, you ever heard the Beatles um, album Let It Be, the Let It Be naked version where they took off all the strings and the orchestration? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me, that's what this band reminds me of. It reminds me of, like, that Let It Be era Beatles. It's really awesomely good. Well, thank you so much. You guys have to hear this. If you go to our website, you listen to this and you want to check it out, there's a link to it on our website if you're driving or something. The band is it's pronounced Big Lamar, B-I-G-L-E-M-O-I. All one word. So anything on like Spotify or iTunes or anything like that yet? Not yet, no. Okay. Uh, we have our music on, uh, well, we've had um, some complications with that, uh, but. Okay. Yeah. What could the complications be? Well. um, Copyright or something? Yeah, basically like, 
not wanting to like have BMI be our uh, publishing company and wanting us to be the publisher. And you can't put stuff up yeah. on Spotify and own your own publishing still. Yeah, but we have to like register our band as an LLC and all this and that. Uh, Otherwise, you don't get paid. Otherwise, I don't get paid. That's right. I wouldn't worry about that At too much because there's, no, yeah. there's not much money in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I would just put it up there. It's better that people who listen to this, for example, no, yeah, could yeah. go and listen to your music and go, Absolutely. I love that, I'm going to go hear the band, rather than worry about the 0.0169 cent you're going to get, which we, is, I think, the going Yeah, rate. I'm not even... We encounter it on the other side. Like, if you were to come into Barcadia and I was like, hey, I want a little band to play during Sunday brunch... Like BMI or um, SESAC, uh, and I forget the other or one. Or ASCAP. ASCAP, yeah. yeah. They have people that go out, and all they specifically do is say, oh, Barcadia had a live band. They need to they need to pay up. Oh, yeah. They need to pay their $1,000 a year or whatever the number is. Um, and, I mean, we, we've, been, we've been fortunate to not encounter that, but we get it on the other side with BMI. I mean, even if we're just playing off of, say, a Spotify or a Pandora and playing those music uh, selections in the restaurant, they'll go and say, oh, well, you don't have the copyrights to play that for an audience. And it's like, come on, really? We're a restaurant playing the radio. No, but that, <laughs> isn't that true, though, that you have to have a license to, if you're going to use it for commercial purposes? Yeah. You do have to pay yeah, for that. you do have to pay for that. That's how musicians get paid. Thank you. That's right. So you do have to pay that, Miles. You know, that's only fair. Well, supposedly, in the subscription fee that you pay Spotify and Pandora, that's covered. I see. That's what Good they point, tell you. you think, right? And then the BMI, the ASCAP, and the SESAC, they say, oh, no, it's not covered. So it's a, it's a dueling. You can't, you can't win. Well, you can't win. Yeah. I can't win. <laughs> yeah. Because somebody else wants to get paid. Exactly. Do you pay, so allegedly you're paying Spotify the nine ninety nine a month or whatever it is, and that should cover your using it for commercial purposes as well. Yeah. But then these collection agencies say that's not true. So how how do you get away? What do you do? You kind of play the middleman for as long as you can. What What do you do at Barcadia? Who do you, what do you play? So we um, we have Spotify and Pandora that play in New Orleans, right? And we've been lucky in no, Baton Rouge. No one's busted you. Yeah. Because we don't really have a lot of live music or anything like that. or DJ. We have DJs on the weekends, but then in Baton Rouge, it's not so much the case. They've come in, they've said, oh, you had live bands for the LSU home games, you've had DJs on Fridays and Saturdays, you've got to pay this per occupancy times two cents times... It's it's some crazy formula that they came up with, and so we've had to pay those fees in Baton Rouge. Hmm, okay. Funny they haven't busted you in New Orleans. Well, could. knock on wood. Okay. So we're going to have George is going to play a song for us, and then when we come back after the song, we're going to talk to Catherine about plastic surgery. I think that's what Bravo became. I think it's a, a plastic surgery. I think it's a breast augmentation like facility. I, I swear, like I'm not making that up. Breast <laughs> augmentation I facility. I swear, that's what I think it is. Okay. It's an outpatient breast augmentation facility. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't disbelieve you at all. Okay, George, grab your guitar. Right. Can you reach it? I think it can. Well, we can get someone to. Yeah, okay. <coughs> I'm going to move this microphone around. What are you going to play? I'm going to play a song from the EP. <coughs> the Big Lamar EP that we released last year. Okay, what is it? Uh, a song called uh, Good Manners. No rules. 
painful mistakes Strike him when he's undressed Off the EP, the Big Lemoir EP, B-I-G-L-E-M-O-I, if you're looking for that. Where can we actually find that, though, George? You can find that on uh, our website, uh, biglemoirband.com, and you can find that on our Bandcamp as well. It's on Bandcamp? Yes. Okay. Well, very nice. And did you write that? Yep. And what, what, was it, what did you say it was called, that song? Good Manners. Good Manners. So, did, are you saying in the chorus, mutilate him? That's right. <laughs> okay. Kind of like what she does. Mutilation. <laughs> We're going to get onto that right now. What are you talking about? Why did you write that lyric, mutilate him? Um, basically, it's um, kind of like a song about a, a date gone wrong. Uh, but it's not necessarily like a, It's kind of like in a metaphorical sense, you know? Um, metaphorical mutilation. Yeah. Exactly. Hmm. I'm going to write that down because that's a pretty good title right there. Yeah, metaphorical, metaphorical mutilation. What is it? It's kind of like uh, saying when you undress yourself emotionally for someone and then they mutilate that, you know. Oh, uh, it's like being, becoming vulnerable and then... Exactly, becoming vulnerable and then someone... Stomp all over you. Yeah. So who did that to you? A uh, bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a recurring pattern in your life or just one person? Um, really? Well, you know, when I was 14 years old. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, um, no, I mean, there's been cases, you know, my heart's been broken. I'm, I've, I've broken some hearts, I guess. Uh, I guess people uh, don't always are on the same page. They're not always on the same page, you know. And right. People, people get hurt. And, uh, right. So you fell in love with someone. And, and it wasn't reciprocated. And... Uh, the song is, is more or less about that, you know. It's yeah. interesting, isn't it? Because how far down the track did you get with this person before you realized that this, you, were, you, were only, you were falling in love and she wasn't? Well, um, it's not so much that I was falling in love or not. It's, it's more about the, the trust, you know. Uh, yeah. And uh, I wasn't necessarily in love, but it was just more... Um, and it, this is not about one specific person either. Okay. Uh, this is a kind of... That's, that's what a, worries a, me more, is that it's more than one. <laughs> yeah, but you could necessarily, like, reveal yourself to a friend and then that friend betray you, and that could kind of be in the same right. vein. Mm -hmm. Does and that happen to you? A friend betray me? Not off the top of my head, no. Mm -mm. No, me neither. I don't think. I mean, that's more a thing that happens when you're, like, when you open up to someone and... You are in love with them, and what's? Why else would you be vulnerable with someone if you didn't care that much about them? Well, yeah, I mean, 
the song isn't necessarily a, a personal story as well. I mean, I, I have been involved in these situations before, but it's um, it's kind of like a, a song that everyone that I feel everyone can like relate to in a sense, you know. Yeah. And, and it's uh, mutilate him is a song that everyone can relate to, Catherine. <laughs> yes. You ever felt like mutilating someone that you've been in a relationship with? No, I can't say that I ever have. <laughs> Um, I, I'm not an aggressive, violent person. So. Are you married, single, or dating anyone, or what's the deal? Single. Okay. And what kind of guy or person are you looking for? Mm. Or none? That's a good question. Um, honest, genuine, respectful, funny. Okay. Is that, well, is that an order? Honest, respectful, genuine, and funny? No, no particular order. So you could switch those. They're interchangeable. Funny could be first, and you could be like date Zippy the pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't see that happening. Okay, so who was the last person you dated? Seriously. <laughs> I wish everyone could have seen that face yeah. expression. <laughs> <laughs> what ha- we, don't, you don't have to, we don't have any names. What happened at the end of it? Why aren't you still dating? Um... Timing, I think that's a big part timing. of it. Timing, yeah. that's another good one. Timing is everything. Right. Yeah, it so. is. He was married in Europe. <laughs> no. That's yeah, I don't think that, that's I don't think that works. That's bad timing. <laughs> no. So what kind of people are you meeting at work? Because you, uh, you work for a plastic surgeon. I do. As, what are you doing with this place? You're not doing plastic surgery yourself. No. You're the administrator. Admin, yeah. What does that entail? Health insurance company dealings? No, we don't take any health insurance. Don't take health insurance? Strictly cosmetic. Oh, they don't pay for that? No. Even if you have a good plan? No. <laughs> really? Really? Oh, that's all out of really pocket. interesting. This is all out of pocket. I hadn't wow. thought about that. Hmm, so you're looking at everyone walking into the bar miles spending 20 bucks. What are they looking at the plastic surgery office spending on average? Fifteen to 35000 See, so you're in the wrong business, dude. You're in the wrong business. <laughs> Fifteen to thirty-five thousand. Shit. Fifteen is just the bottom. What do you get for that? Um, that's rhinoplasty. Rhinoplasty. What does that mean? A nose job? Yeah. A nose job for fifteen thousand. That's just to start. It's everyone that's thinking. That's to put hmm. a rhinoceros <laughs> nose. <laughs> that's fifteen k for a nose job. Okay. Mm-hmm. So who are people? I mean, sorry, three of them, but I'll loop on that. Are people still doing that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> really? I thought we'd sort of. I thought got, it was thought, something back. I thought it was well, something from the nineties. No, didn't you think the nose job was kind of like, yeah, like nineties or eighties even? <laughs> Not true. No, it's definitely um, still in. still prevalent and. Um, What's uh, like the age, like the average age of someone that walks in? Uh, we got. 14 to 80. 14. 14. Well, have you heard about this uh, kid who wanted to look I think he wanted to look like Justin Bieber or some like celebrity and his parents would just like let him do this and um, they wasted thousands upon thousands. Why do you say wasted? Because his face looks it didn't hideous. Work. <laughs> his face looks so bad. That I mean, seems to be the way it goes. I think he wanted to look like uh, I think it was Justin Bieber, I'm pretty sure. And his parents just went along with it, and he completely changed his face, and it looks awful. His face, his other face was beautiful, you know. Yeah, but you know something, at least you've heard of him now. Hmm. Otherwise, you would never have heard of that kid. He would just be another kid, you know, in <laughs> Indiana somewhere. And now he's the kid who no. looks like Justin, Justin Bieber, Bieber or not Why, really. Why'd you say Indiana? Well, I don't know. <laughs> first, first place came to mind, yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Is he, you know that he's not from Indiana? No, I don't know where he's from. I just saw that. <laughs> I've never even been to Indiana. Have you been there? Nope. Have you been there, Catherine? No. George? No. Okay, well, this dude is definitely from Indiana. <laughs> in that case, we're safe. Well, there's also a big difference. Um, there, there are the plastic surgeons out in Beverly Hills and Miami, yeah. and that's a very different look um, than right. what we go for, which is totally natural. And okay. you wouldn't Organic. Even know. You wouldn't even know. But what are they going for in Beverly Hills and Miami? It's... You're not supposed to know, are you? No, you're not, but um, 
they're a little bit flashier. Yeah, I think. people in Miami want the big puffy lips, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's almost, I mean, it's a status symbol for a lot of people too. Um, to have to have the fake boobs and the, the fake this or that because that shows that they had the money to do it. But the more orange you look, the better, basically. Right. That's that's not <laughs> what we go for here. But so <laughs> women who are getting fake boobs in Miami want you to know they're fake. I think so. Really? Yeah. And here we don't want anyone to know that. No. Okay. How much am I paying for a, not me personally, how much is a woman paying for a boob job? I don't know. We're from the neck up. You don't do that? No. Oh, okay. Oh, that's my phone. Oh, it's, just, it's just Eric. Who's Eric? It's Eric's our tech guy. You better pick that up. Shall I answer it? Okay. It's important. Let's see. Hey, Eric, you're on happy hour. We're pretty, we're pretty good. How are you doing? Are y'all just tearing it up? Are you? We're just having a... We just say talking about plastic surgery. Oh, yeah, I could use some of that. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> Catherine is working at this place where they only do it from the neck up, though, so that implant you were talking about isn't going isn't to work here. Uh, well, could, does plastic surgery include brains? <laughs> good question. Sadly, no. No, apparently not. Okay, listen, I'll call you later. Anything urgent? No, nothing urgent. Have a great time. Y'all tear it up. All right, catch you later. Bye. Bye. That's our tech guy, Eric Marvel. So usually he pulls in something that's wrong. <laughs> and I'm a little concerned. <laughs> but um, so do the ne- why does this, whoever is the place that's surgeon at your place, only do the neck up? Is it like a different specialty? And how many things are there to do? Eyes, nose? Chin. Chin. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Everyone's... Super self-conscious now, sitting around the table. <laughs> I've had Touching. reconstructive surgery in my face. Have you? Yeah. No Could way. You? Yeah. What did you do? So I had DUI. A, uh, no, 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 no. I had an underbite that they couldn't correct, so they moved my jaw back, mm. my bottom jaw back, my top jaw forward, gave me a new nose, shaved my chin down. Holy shit! Wow. Wow. So that, that was sounds all like not that. cosmetic though. That, that was that covered is by not insurance. Not what we yeah. do at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the what? So go through that one bit at a time. They. Broke your jaw and so moved broke my that, jaw. Moved your lower jaw back, back. Back. And then what did they do with your top, top jaw? Teeth? Forward. How? Well, they cut it from oh, the what gosh. mandible or maxo maxo. What I don't know what's called. Talk oh. about mutilate him. Mutilate him. Exactly. I got mutilated by the, the <laughs> dentist doctor. <laughs> so they cut your top jaw with your teeth uh, or whatever that's called. That's not a quarter jaw. That's called your gums, right? Catherine, the, help us out. What is it? What is your top teeth called? That's not your jaw. Your top teeth. Top teeth, okay. <laughs> no, I think it's called the mandible. I think that's mandible. what it's called. Yeah. Okay. I think I learned that in college. All right. Maybe once. So they bust that, but how do they move it forward? Because your teeth are all wire stuck it, right? in there. Yeah, they wire it. You wire it. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. And plates and all that. Okay. So they move that forward. They move your jaw back. Mm-hmm. So you must look completely different. I do. Do you have a photo from the old days? Let's see. Come Take on. a look. And then what, why do they have to mess around with your nose? So it looked like I got punched in the uh, in the face, yeah. like to where my jawline was like pushed back. So they had to line up my nose and my chin. How old were you when this happened? Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty two. I had braces for like thirteen years. Right. Wow. Well, you're a good looking guy, right? Thanks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it Full came beard, out. Yeah. big face. <laughs> it's all good. So came out great. Were you this good looking when you before I mean, you had the surgery? I'm sure my mother thought so. Yeah, but really, <laughs> what's the truth, though? Did you end up better looking? <laughs> now you're I really so. blushing. That is fucking so. awesome. Yeah, How that's great is that? You have some sort of medical condition that you, have the, you, you couldn't you, you chew. You turn out better. Yeah. and you have Plus, I got skinnier. <laughs> yeah, I guess you couldn't eat for, like, how long? Eight I weeks. <laughs> Thank you, Obama. What about the pain, though? It wasn't bad. Really? It wasn't. Not from what I remember, it wasn't. How did you get diagnosed with this? What were the symptoms? You couldn't chew properly, or you couldn't. I, yeah, I couldn't bite down because of my uh, they missed the, your teeth didn't yeah, hit each other. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So how did you ever chew anything, actually, before with the back part of my teeth? So what happened after you had the surgery and you were healed up and you could bite something for the first time? That first must have been meal an I had experience. was pizza from Reginelli's. Yeah, I can remember that. Thank God it wasn't superior. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need to chew that shit. It just goes right down. 
That is, and I think it's out. more or less like about okay. the margaritas than it is anything yeah. else. <laughs> I guess everything tastes good after a few margaritas. Can you remember that, Catherine? So, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you took a bite of pizza the first time. What 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 month would this have been? What month? Yeah, like in the summer or is it cold. Well, let's see. Got Here, a photo that's of right you. after. That's right. Right. hey, turn around. That's right. It's going weird at- after. Shit! Look at that. So that's. But that's all swollen from the yeah, surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a look at that, you guys. Yeah. That's not a fair photo because that's all puffed up from the surgery. Let's see. Let's see if I can find one. And you look a lot younger there, too, as well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a teenage kid, but you were 21. 2003, I was, yeah, 22. 22, okay. Wow, so you went for a long time in your life without chewing anything. <laughs> you adapt. You find ways. Yeah, but what was it like when you took that first bite? It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, what, what did you think? Like, this what? Is, that this is like the first time you can actually right. chew food? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I hadn't eaten anything for eight weeks. It was all that smoothies not, that, and juice <laughs> and everything else, and right. so just to eat pizza was kind of amazing in its own right. Right. But it has made eating a lot easier, so to say. Yeah. Well, this time, this is a good reason to move on from Shapiro now. Yeah. And you know. <laughs> I think it's a good reason right there. Just to chew. How long has it been now since you've had your own teeth? <laughs> teeth. Uh, 13 years. 13, that's a long time. Yeah. Right. Reconstructive surgery, what about that, eh? So what happens when people come in and see you? And what do you do? Oh, you're not at the front desk. You're not the person who sees people. Oh, I'm the first person that they see. You are. Like pre-surgery or before they even see anybody? But I'm the first person when you walk in the door, you see me. Wow. So did they hire you because you were, like, super good looking? <laughs> I mean, if you're going to walk into some plastic surgeon's office, I guess when you hire someone, you're not allowed to say anything, right? You're not allowed to say, we're looking for someone who's, like, attractive. On a, Probably not, on an but I, I think, think there's a labor law against that. <laughs> Isn't there some sort of law against that, though? Um... I, I think it would be discriminatory. To right, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, Graham can tell us. Graham's a lawyer. Graham, you're not allowed to. When you hire someone, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to ask for someone to be good looking, right? What's up? Nice to meet you. I'm Miles. Oh, hey, how are you? You don't have to whisper. Graham it's okay. It's a podcast. Yeah. We can say whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You can right. say whatever you want. We can say whatever. What? Yeah. 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 Just me. I got a call from Eric, but no one else got any calls. Anyway, so so this so. When you walk into this plastic surgeon's office, this, whoever the plastic surgeon is, I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but he or she wants you to look awesome, obviously, right? Well, obviously. I mean. So, but it's only face up, so no one's looking at your body at all. But are they making a judgment about you? Are you like the billboard for the place when they walk in there? Well, I have had people say, wow, you look fantastic, you know. You must have had a lot of work done. done a really good job yeah. on you. <laughs> And I just smile and laugh. You couldn't really say I just came out this way. So you haven't had any work done? None. Okay. Yeah, she so tricked me earlier today. <laughs> she, was like, she told you she had a lot of work done? No, so she, told, yeah, she told me she had work done, and I was like trying to figure it out there. Hey, um, George, you think you could play some sort of nice guitar music behind me while I read these sponsor messages? Absolutely. Okay, so play something that's kind of like, uh, I don't know what, like advertising. You know, commercial. Music. Some sort of, I don't know what. Some elevator music? Yeah, elevator. Elevator music, yeah. But we have to put that down so we can... I think that's perfect, don't you? Thanks to these fine people for sponsoring our show today. Petite Pet Care. Do you know about Petite Pet Care? I don't. Oh, I thought you would. Surprised that you don't know about Petite Pet Care. Do you have pets? I do. What do you got? I have um, a 145-pound English Mastiff. Oh, I saw you in here one time with that giant dog. <laughs> so who looks after that dog when you go away? I forgot about that. That thing is huge. It's 145 pounds. That weighs more than Graham, I bet you. That is a giant dog. What do you do with that thing when you go away? Seriously. Or well, right now when you're at work or out having a few not drinking. <laughs> what happens to the dog? He sleeps on the couch. I guess he does whatever he He's wants. pretty low maintenance. 145 pounds. I saw you in here with it because you're allowed to bring him into places because no one's going to tell you not to, basically. Absolutely. Yeah. That thing is a monster. So when you go out of town, you can call Petite Pet Care 
Because they're going to take care of your pet in his or her own home. What's the dog's name? Moose. 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 Perfect. <laughs> so if you want to give Moose some loving care when you're not there, go to PetitePetCare.com and they'll oh well, help you up. Thank you. Thanks to the basic swimming gym where you can get a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout and yoga clothes with style. Basic swimming gym is on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. And thanks to the Hangover Destroyer, which I was telling you about earlier, which you need to carry this stuff, Miles, at the okay. park. It's the only all-natural product that's medically proven to prevent or cure a hangover. Medically proven. Go to the Hangover Destroyer website. It's called hdestroyer.com. And write happy hour in the coupon code and get 30% off of your first order of Hangover Destroyer. And you too can seize the dawn. And music today by George Elizondo. Thank you very much, George. That was gorgeous. You want to play another song while you're in that position? Sure thing. What do you think, guys? I'm in. Okay. What are you going to play? I'll be playing a song by the other band I'm in, Nebula Rosa, and the song is called Don't Say. All right.
Awesome. George Alexander. Beautiful. Is it just me, or do you hear that sort of Beatlesy John Lennon or some sort of thing in that as well? Do you guys yeah, hear that? Absolutely. Miles, what do you There's think? There's a little vibe to it, yeah. That's beautiful. You got such a great voice. Oh, thank you. <coughs> thank you. Have you worked on that, or did you just. I drink almost every day. <laughs> we should be smoke friends. Smoke a yeah. lot of. <laughs> smoke a lot of weed. We should smoke be a lot friends. Of weed. That does it. Smoke a lot of cigarettes. Don't you smoke do. cigarettes. You and I uh, put little shards of glass in my hamburgers. Okay, that's totally working great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you have such a beautiful voice. That really is. Uh, thank you. Do so you much. actually practice? I mean, do you do so many hours a day writing? I've taken uh, two voice lessons and. Um, in your whole life. In my whole life. Right. And um, well, that was money well spent because it <laughs> that totally paid off those two lessons. <laughs> yeah, and they they taught me some breathing exercises, which I do from time to time. I did some today just because you know it's a podcast. <laughs> so, you <laughs> <laughs> so you write this stuff. Uh, English is a second language, I assume. Yes. And you uh, write the very I write in Spanish as well. Yeah. But um, you said the band's called Nebula Rosa, but it's actually the. W the lyrics are all English or some of the songs are in Spanish? No, we have songs in Spanish as well. Uh, actually, the majority of our songs are in Spanish. Right. Um, we yeah. Hey, we've got a phone call. Oh, who's nice. Who's Hello. calling, Miles? Hello. Oh, I missed him. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's probably a good thing. That's probably a good <laughs> thing. Who was it? Anybody that's good? one of my managers. I oh, see. Oh. That's he's, like He's probably wrong. freaking out because he can't figure out how to turn the projector on or <laughs> he doesn't know how to plug in a VCR. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know. It's always bad when you get a phone call. Yeah. Isn't it? It's usually bad news. People want something. They want to, They need to talk to you. Now people just text you if they have some sort of information or they just want something meaningful. Right. By the time you get a call, you're like, oh, dear. Why are they calling? Something's bad. Are you playing around town with either Nebularosa or Big Lamoire? Yeah. Um, what about coming up with an English name for a band, by the way, next time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> where, uh, where are you playing? Uh, March 12th at the Always Lounge. That'll be a Nebula Rosa gig. And Big Lamont doesn't have anything at the moment. Uh, right. Are they the same people or are they different people in both bands? Different people. Uh, different people entirely. Yeah. Right. Totally different. Yeah. Are the songs sound, do they sound similar or the, the whole style of music is different? It's different. Um, okay. Yeah. Big Lamont is more in terms of uh, rock, electronic, experimental. And Nebula Rosa is more like uh, Latin rhythms infused with... Um, Blues and blues rhythms cool. as well. Okay. Yeah. And do you do stuff by yourself? Like yeah. Just you? Absolutely. Where can we find you normally? I mean, can we just find it? Is there a website we can go to? Uh, well, I'm about to release an EP this year uh, under my own name. This is the first EP that I released under my name. Okay. Um, and um, Sometime this year. <laughs> so how would we find it? Was it georgeelizondo.com, for example? No, or? there's no .com. You can just find me on uh, my Bandcamp at the moment. Okay, yeah. that's not a website, though. Anything by the way. on no social info. media? Any Facebook or... Facebook as well, yeah. Under uh, what? Big Lamar and Nebula Rosa. I don't have my own personal page, although in my... If you want to add me Jeez, you on need Facebook. help, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you need someone to take care of this for, because nobody can find you now. We have this great company, Tettle Stewart Media, that does yes. all our social media marketing. How do you, you look into them. How do you spell that? T-E-D-D-L-I-E-S-T-A-U. Tedley Stewart. S-E-T-U-A-R-T. Okay. Tedley Stewart. Tedley Stewart. Why don't you talk yeah, you to somebody at Tedley Stewart? For sure. Thank Someone's got to do that for you because you've yeah. got all this great uh, stuff that you need to get it out somehow. Bandcamp yeah. is not going to do it, I can tell you that. Yeah. There's no information on Bandcamp. And I Google everybody that comes on the show. You should see what I found about Catherine. I'll show you those photos <laughs> after, but I don't. I couldn't find anything about you at all. There's nothing up there. Yeah. But why would you do that? Why have you got all this great music and there's no, no promotion for it at all? Well, to be honest, I'm just terrible at social media. I have like this kind of like, um, I don't know, social media anxiety. Do you really? Yeah, I do. I do. What do you think is going to happen to you? I, I'm fighting it. <laughs> but what, what is the sensation that you, you get on Twitter and your hands palms start sweating or something yeah, i just well first of all i hate to be on my phone you like, hate it i hate to be on my phone okay i cannot stand like texting or really? like you yeah, hate yeah. it i i absolutely i don't understand why people like look at their phones all the time i i right. can't do it i really can't what? i think also artists have a hard time with social media because you know if you're a creative free spirit the idea of marketing is just 
That's a well, totally no, different. I mean, I think you could have a free spirit, and you know, I have some friends that are really good at it, and they're free spirits, and like uh, they. You could have a Facebook page. Yeah, you could have a face. I have, no, a, fa I have a Facebook page that I, you know, every once in a while respond to. <laughs> right. But I basically just, um, uh, yeah. Well, it'll be good to be able for people to be able to find you because I mean, yes, it I would know. be nice to be able to hear this music. You need to put it on Spotify. That's the first thing I That's would suggest. That's the first suggest. thing. Absolutely. Well, we could do that tonight, right? How would we get it up on Spotify? Can you do that? Is it uh, simple? It, it's. You have to basically, since I don't want BMI to be my publishing company, I have to create my own publishing company, register my band as an LLC. This is before you can put this it. This is before I can so put what it on Spotify. And then okay. once I have that, well, I can register my music with uh, CD Baby, which okay. they are the ones who put me onto Spotify. Okay, so, so, that's the so whole every process, single yeah. song on Spotify, of which there are m millions, has gone through this process? Yes, so I couldn't put your stuff on Spotify. There's a, some sort of form I have to fill out. To fill out yes, it. you have to fill out a form with wh whoever is mm. your uh, publisher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But don't you retain your own publishing until you sell it? I mean, you write a song. Don't you retain that ownership of that copyright until you physically sell it to somebody? Um, well, owning a song is different from like publishing your own song. So you can own your song if it's registered on BMI, which our songs are on BMI. But it's different to have them uh, published, basically. It's, well, it's BMI is just a collection agency that goes out and gets money that's owed to you. Yes. But there's not going to be any money owed to you on Spotify. There's, believe me, you're not getting anything. You no, know what yeah. I mean? It, does, it's immaterial. <laughs> it's much more important that people who are interested in you can find your Absolutely. music. Absolutely. No, Spotify then, is a priority for sure. So I don't understand why yeah. you couldn't just put it up there tonight and screw the whole process. You own the songs, right? You wrote them. Yes, but um, I'm not an attorney, by the way. Just in case you were wondering about <laughs> that, but <laughs> but we could hook you up with one. Oh, nice. Not that kind of lawyer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Graham will hook you up with somebody if you kill someone. <laughs> but Christian, you know, who's our music director, he knows all about this sort of stuff. You need to talk to him. Absolutely, because it's crazy to have this great music. It's really stupendous. And it is really Miles good. will hire you to play. Yeah, you can come play Sunday brunch, and then I'll have BMI. You serious? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would we love do, to. We do things all the time with live music. I'll uh, give you my information, and then we'll, that we'll would get be, something set up. Yeah. That would be awesome. Do you travel out to Baton Rouge? We do a live Sunday brunch out there as well. I have a car. There oh, you go. This is working right. out great. Okay. <laughs> That's perfect. What a great place to end. Catherine, can you give us any free, free plastic surgery before we leave? <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. You know, I am interested in this part of that plastic surgery situation, though. People are still obsessed about their nose. Everything. No, I can see that, whatever, but people go to this nose job, so I thought that was sort of a, like a fashion. Well, the thing is, that the nose keeps growing. <laughs> it, it does. does. Is that it true? It just keeps growing. Absolutely. Ears, too. Ears keep well, growing. Well, uh, mine couldn't get any bigger than this, I don't think. <laughs> but are you serious? Your nose keeps growing? That's not true, is it? Yes, it is true. What about Miles? Is your nose going to grow now since I you mean, had I would assume it all that money we spent on reconstructive surgery? I, don't I hope not. I hope not, right? No because then way. it wouldn't have a perfect profile yeah, it's anymore. perfect now. Jesus. Exactly. Just when you think you've got everything figured out. Yep. Your nose keeps growing. What else keeps growing? Anything? Penis? <laughs> she only does neck why, up. Why not? Neck up. <laughs> neck up. Why would your nose keep growing and nothing else? I, I Ears? Mean, yeah, the ears Yours. keep growing. Your yeah. ears keep growing. And then just in general, the Grounds. elasticity of your skin. The elasticity of your skin. Yeah, right. when it starts to all drop. Right. That's when it starts yeah. to so drop. So that's what we need tightened up. Okay. But they got a clinic in the old Bravo building that apparently does that. <laughs> so. so anyway, <laughs> don't go anywhere near plastic <laughs> surgery clinic unless you've got $15,000 of your own cash to blow right there before you walk in the door. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Can you get a free consultation out of this? Though? Could I go and just get a consult? That would be funny. Just to... <laughs> Could be a podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah, well. $150. Yeah. How much? $150. For $150. So that's what I'd have to spend to find out if I, what. Do you get like a, do they do like a artist impression of what I'm going to look like when it's done? Well, we do photos first. They do. And um, yeah, and then you kind of review everything and talk about your goals and what the doctor can actually do for you. Okay. So it's not unrealistic to think that I could come out looking like Justin Bieber at the end of the day. <laughs> Not All if right. you come to hey, my thanks. office. Thanks. <laughs> thanks very much, Catherine Allen. We'll have to look you up on uh, Facebook and figure out what plastic surgery this place this is actually is. My profile's on private. It's on private. My profile's on private. That's funny for a 
head up plastic surgery. What is this weird crackling noise we can hear? Yes. <laughs> I've got to get out of here before something blows up. Okay. Catherine Allen, thank you so much for joining us. Miles Tully was here as well from Barcadia. Thank and you. And George Elizondo, who by now you're going to be able to find on Spotify because there's at least an hour between the time we finish recording this and it goes up online. Absolutely. So you can find that there as well. And that's Happy Hour for another week. Thank you so much for joining us. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh, who's going to hook you up with the whole Spotify deal, is our music director, our theme music, was written by and is being played currently by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can sit around a table for about an hour and have a couple of drinks, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworleans.com, where you can also find a lot of other happy hour shows to listen to, as well as some other shows we make here. Out to lunch with Peter Oshuti, live from Commander's Palace, for example. True to the game with the fabulous Chris True, Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada. Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker, Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu, and our all-new podcast, Death the Podcast, with Dr. Arian Alphan, which is a really fascinating look at the subject of death, actually. For real, check that out. It's all at itsneworleans.com. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter. Even you can do this, George. It's not that difficult with your sweaty palms. And a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and also on our Facebook page. These photos were taken by Alison Moon. If you're listening to the show on iTunes or Stitcher or some other podcast app you prefer, thank you for subscribing to us. Take a moment to do this if you wouldn't mind. Rate and review us. It only takes one minute and it helps other people find us. It really does. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. They have a two-hour, no, it's three, three-hour happy hour here every day from four to seven we can get super cheap drinks and cheap food and brunch on the weekends happy hours a production of iono broadcasting for itsneworleans.com for andrew duhon is on the road you can find him at andrewduhon.com and you can also find him back here on happy hour next week and for everyone around the table here at wayfair and back at our office at iono broadcasting i'm grant morris thank you so much for joining us we'll see you back here next week on happy hour <laughs>